we're back we're back hopefully my connection is better um it said that there was a poor connection hopefully everything is good now if you can see and hear me say in the chat please hi guys um is the connection any better apparently before we Oh, wait, you guys can't hear me? What is Hi. happening right now? <laughs> I can see you, but I can't see George. Can oh, my George? goodness. Nope, I can't, can't see anything but a circle. There you are. But wait, can you hear me? Now, People said in the chat they can't hear me. Yeah. Okay, so you can hear me. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I, I don't know what's going on. It's crazy what's going on right now so hopefully we can get through this without any crazy technical issues because i can't fix it i'm not like a technical person so first of all hello hi cara and Dee. how are you good i'm good how are you i'm good i was good until i turned into a little circle and then no one can hear me so <laughs> i was good but um this episode that aired we finally got ty ray back because you know he was gone for two weeks and we found out that he's going to Colorado by way of Denver to meet with Carmela, which is very confusing, right? Were you guys confused by that? Because all of the escort sites said that she was in Bakersfield, California. So now all of a sudden he's going to Colorado to meet who he believes to be the real Carmela. This whole thing is confusing to me because what would she have to do? with the person that he was talking to because he was sending money to another country. He actually went to, what country was it? I want to say it was Barbados, right? Yeah, Barbados. Yeah, he actually went to Barbados where this person was, where he was sending money. Carmela was never there. So I'm really confused by what he wants to do or what he thinks he's going to accomplish by going there with his sisters to Colorado to meet with her. I think in the back of his mind, he feels like they're all in cahoots. He thinks if he gets smooth behind who Carmelo is working with or whatever. But I honestly don't know if that's the case because in the Williams situation, the guy in the actual pictures, he didn't know what was going on. No. He literally had no clue that his pictures were being used. He had no idea that he was catfishing Yolanda. He had nothing to do with it. So I don't really know what he wants to accomplish. And I just want to say, I want to have the determination and drive and the uh, can-do positive attitude that Ty Ray has. Because I, when I look at him, I'm like, wow, I'm, the, I'm a negative person. I'm a glass half full person. I've always been that way. I'm very negative. So he can find the most negative, non-hopeful situation and find something in it. So I want to take that from him. Like, I want yeah. that trait. Because he really does take situations that you can find nothing good in, and he will give you three positive things that he took from that situation or that conversation. That's something that I think is very positive, especially in 2023, the world we live in. We don't really see a lot of positive anything going on. So 
I just want to point out one positive trait about Tyree before we kind of dig into him, right? Yeah. He was well, he's a- under the impression he's under the impression that maybe Carmela and Christian are working together. They're somehow connected. And he specifically said that this was either going to end a relationship or for him to have closure or it could possibly start a new relationship. With who? With who? With Carmela, the real Carmela. What, what makes think. him think, okay, this, I don't want, hold on, I got a word, this, I have to find the right way to say this with the right words. What makes him think that the real Carmela is single, first of all, looking for someone, second of all, wants to be with him, third of all, I think that's it. It's, I don't know, that's like a huge jump, right? It's because he re- he messaged the real Carmela and she responded. So he's taken that as everything. But yeah. she's an escort, right? Okay, like she's an escort. So I think when you message someone who um, is an escort, they would respond to see what you would like to offer, right? She re- responded with, yes, I'd like to meet up. So, but do you think that he mentioned that there would be national television cameras along with him on that meeting? Because that was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, oh, she wants to meet with you. Did you mention that a national television network will be with you recording this? Because if she is a cam girl or whatever, this would, right, exactly, the money. That's what I was just going to say. That's probably, if she shows up, then she knows that she's going to be on TV. Yep. And And that's going to boost her brand. Exactly. That's going to boost as seen on TV. So you could be watching uh, Cam or whatever she does with a girl that you saw on television, not just on national television. That's going to yeah. boost the amount of money that she can charge. Like if she, you know, if someone pays to go out on a date with her, yeah. she can charge a lot more if this girl was on TV. Yeah. As, yeah. You know, I don't know. I just think that he just keeps getting caught up with the wrong people because I don't think that she's meeting him for the right reasons. I, I was like, because. But he was on Kim's live last night. Here's what pisses me off is we got this much tirade tonight. Mm-hmm. And he was on Kim's live last night and he said there's 16 episodes. We're only on episode 10. Right. So that, that means there's six more episodes of dragging this out. Well, yeah. So we probably. And you know, that meeting isn't going to air until episode 16. Yep. They absolutely are going to stretch this out. I tweeted this earlier. I was like, they are stretching this story out as far as they can go. There's probably a total of 15 minutes of footage for his whole storyline. And they're going to stretch it out for this entire season, which I think is insane. I mean, I get it. It's it's, um, shock value. It's to keep us wanting more. But at the same time, stop giving us two seconds every yeah. week or not even every week because i think we we missed them for two whole weeks right like yeah. they didn't even give us any of the story for two weeks and then you bring them back you show him packing and then you show them arrive and then you show the door open and then nothing and then you know for two weeks we're not going to see him again yeah i like, guess it's, it's getting ridiculous at yeah. this point did anybody catch i saw on twitter somebody said that he was packing um and he packed pringles did anybody see that i didn't see that i didn't see that I didn't, I didn't see that. So anyone saw that? Was somebody just being an a-hole on Twitter? Did he really? Because I, I wasn't really paying attention. I did not see that. You can just buy Pringles at the airport. You know, yeah. like, don't 
that's weird. But anyway, yeah. that was just, it caught, I, it caught my attention, the tweet. I didn't see it. I was watching the episode, but I was also tweeting. So there could have been an opportunity where I wasn't looking at the TV screen. Now I have uh, to go back and watch. Yeah. But right, that's what yeah, I me too. Because I was like, well, <laughs> I literally bought tri Pringles yesterday. Like you can buy them in the airport. You can buy them like leaving the airport too. So I was like, that would be weird if you packed them because the, the luggage goes underneath the plane. You can't eat it on the plane. So I was like, that's weird. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> I have to see now. I'll go back and watch it yeah. tonight. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> I just wanted to know because I saw that and I was like, that's interesting. I missed yeah. that. Oh, wait. Buying Pringles at the airport is double. Yeah, you're right. They're like $2. Or if you buy it at the airport, they're like 6 You're right. I mean, that is that true, is too. If you're a pity pincher, it's very hard for you to pay double or triple for something. Like when you go to the airport, when you go to McDonald's, the, the value mill is $13 instead of 7 yeah. I get that. Like, yeah. I totally get that. That's very no, this this whole thing with Tyrae is like it's a head scratcher. So, because we were told that she lived um, within a matter of minutes from him. Yes. Now he's having to fly to another state, as at Colorado, to meet her. So, I mean, is is it the real Carmela or? That's what I was saying. I was like, at this point, it could literally be anybody. I at this point. I didn't hear that part where it's Colorado. I thought he was flying somewhere else in California. No, Denver, Colorado. No, Colorado. Yeah, Denver, Colorado. Yeah. And Can I'm you, like, also, I'm in my defense, I worked 18 hours today, and I am dragging ass. So I might have dozed off during the Pringles and that <laughs> little speech, I'm just saying. 18 hours on a Sunday? Oh my God, that's crazy. I slept until noon. I'm so <laughs> That's crazy. All right, so Amanda and Rosbon are back. And we got a lot with them today, which was good because we don't get a lot. And Amanda's bothered by the fact that Rosbon has always wanted to move to the U.S. since he was a little boy. And we kind of revisited this because we visited this first on Love and Paradise with Anna and Matthew. So I want to ask this question again. Is it wrong or should we hold it against someone who's from a country other than the U.S.? that they set a goal as a child that they always wanted to move to the United States. Because like, say for instance, when you're 15, you're like, my goal is to go to Harvard or my goal is to visit London. Is that a negative thing? Is it wrong to, to set a goal because it's to go to another country? Because she looks at it as, oh, well, you wanted this and then all of a sudden you happen to meet me and you happen to be in this situation where I can help you. Like, is it okay to hold that against someone? Two things on that. First of all, he said in the beginning that he had already applied for his visa to visit. So mm -hmm. he's not lying. He wanted to come here. Yeah. I think everybody outside of America wants to visit America at least once. It's just a thing. Right. But number two, should he hold it against her that she was talking to him while her husband was dying? Absolutely. That's a red flag. Yeah. Run. I, I mean, I'm the, I feel the same way. Um, she said that, that, that he kept that from her. No, he didn't. Because whenever she first got over there, that was the start of one of their big fights. Because, she, because he told her that he had already applied for a visa. And that as soon as she came back to the U.S., that he, would want, he was wanting to come and visit within a couple of weeks after. And she said that was too soon. So how is she going to sit there and say that he never told her? That's a lie, which we all know Amanda's a fat-faced liar. 
So, and then second, no, as long as you're doing it, as long as you have goals, anybody, you know, everybody wants to come to America. As long as you're not using someone to get over here, as long as you're doing it for the right reasons. But he said it up front. That was the cause of their first big fight was because he said that he had already applied for the visa and she got mad. So he did not yeah. have that. That's a lie. Well, but I, I love, I absolutely, I know this is not what we're talking about, but I have to say, I love the fact that he announced she's on her period to everybody because that was the best. That was the best. That was embarrassing for her, but how did her excuse for not sleeping with him, which we all know they have, but it just totally threw her under the bus. I was oh, cheering yeah. him on. That was amazing. That was insane. Cause I was like, why is that relevant? Cause I was at first I was like, oh, well it's a pool party. Maybe they're gonna wonder why she's not gonna swim. You know, I was like, but she wasn't even wearing a swimsuit. Oh, and can we also talk about his friend who was wearing not much of any of a swimsuit? Like she was gorgeous. She, she was, she was. And okay, I have a theory because she doesn't like Amanda, which that's not surprising, most people don't. But she's very invested in Rosvon and his love life and his happiness and everything. And she was like, you need to be careful with him. He's a really good person. Do you guys feel like this girl would be with him if she had the opportunity? Do you feel like that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've then said that we think that they already had something going on before. Mm. I mean, the chemistry, the chemistry between them two, like whenever they were talking before Amanda got over there, we all seen it. They that, have a really good chemistry. Is that the same friend as in the That's beginning? the same one. It, yeah. Okay, I was trying to determine if it was her or, or someone else. But again, I was half asleep, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it was her. Oh, apparently her name is Diana. Thank you, Donna. Yeah. She was beautiful. And what caught me annoyed with Amanda, well, I mean, everything annoys me, but she was like, oh, well, I'm really jealous. And this girl is wearing like a thong. And I was like, you don't even want him. Yep. Like every opportunity that you get, you make it extremely like obvious that you don't want him. You don't want him around you. You don't want him around your kids. You don't want him in America. But the second you see a really beautiful girl in a thong who shows a little bit of interest, yeah. now all of a sudden you're territorial, right? You're yeah. like, oh, right. And she's like, well, I'm in love with him. And I was like, since when? Since this thong showed up? Because yeah. like yesterday you had nothing positive to say about the relationship. You wouldn't even, when you got here, you didn't want to touch him. Now yep. all of a sudden you're in love because there's a girl in a thong who's yep. who's saying positive things about this guy. Like I hate that. I yeah. really, really hate that. Um, what do you call that? Um, oh, what's the word? Coincidental love, or no, it's a better term than that. But basically, I, I, you yeah. love the person when you realize somebody else does too, or they could take them from you. Convenience. Yes, that's the word, convenience. She's in love with him conveniently when there's a beautiful girl there showing interest. When she felt that he was the only, that she was the only person that he was pursuing, she treated him like crap. She didn't give a fuck about his feelings. She didn't, oh, my bad. She didn't care about his feelings. She didn't care what she did or said or how she treated him. But now all of a sudden conveniently when there's a beautiful woman who would take, easily take him and treat him right. She's like, well, we're in love and we are thinking about you know, moving in and getting, I'm like, girl, lies. That yep. is not what you, you just don't want him to be happy with her. Yep. That's the yeah. issue. And I don't like people who do that. Like, if you don't want to be with somebody, that's fine. But you can't stand in the way 
of their happiness. Like, if you don't yeah. want to be with him, you don't want to bring him to America, that's fine. Go back home. But if he wants to be with someone else, stop trying to sabotage that for him because yeah. you just don't want him, you know? She had her fake laugh through their dinner. <laughs> Every time he said anything, he makes me laugh. I love that. But any other time, aside from that dinner, that they're alone, she's so rude and nasty to him. She's repulsed that he's even speaking. She just pisses me off. Well, she does. She was acting like a, a two-year-old at dinner. Kept yep. covering her face up like mm -hmm. she's, you know, like she's all giggly and stuff. And and I mean, what is going on with the girl's hair? Can she not keep her hair? Like that is a high school. Um, that that's how they did it back in the day, like back in high school or something. And then she's always she talks like a little two year old, like she's a little kid, yep. you know. And then is what really, what I really thought was funny is Diana wasn't even around her two minutes and could already see right past her BS. Yeah. And called she called, called her out on it. Yeah, I love loved seeing her get called out because I feel like Rosbon he doesn't want to stand up to her. I don't yeah. know if it's just because he's really nice or he doesn't want to be mean, but I enjoyed her lashing yeah. out on her because I was like, it's nice to see somebody call her for her bullshit. You know, because all this time she's been in Romania, no one's calling her on her bullshit. And there's so much bullshit. It's like all of this needs to be called out. So I was like, even if it's just like a 10 minute conversation, take her ass over there and call her out and let her see, hey, we can see what you're doing. You want to pretend like you're all innocent and you're the victim and you're this sweet girl. You're an a-hole. Yeah. You're treating him horribly and we can see it. I like that. And yeah. And you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that, that's, when, that's when I would have punched her in the face. That I sure would have. I would have punched her in the face a couple times. I mean, but you can, I mean, you can tell just by the, the by her body language that she doesn't want to be with Ross Van. Yep, no. And her friend caught on to it. And I'm I, and the other friends that were there, I'm pretty sure they caught on to it too. The eyes don't lie. Yep. When you're looking at someone that you're supposedly in love with, your eyes don't look like that, that you can see right through them. Like, like if Luke's could kill, Razvan would have fell over dead. Yep. I love she how does. you said your eyes, your eyes show that you're a toxic person. Yeah. I was like, yes, exactly that. She does. Her, the looks that she gives him, it is. It's the looks of disgust and, and anger. Yeah and hate and it's like you know, i don't want nobody who looks that way at me or even around me let alone be in a relationship with me i don't want anyone around me who looks like that that was so spot on though because there are a lot of toxic relationships on the show as we all know but oh, yeah i feel like this is a toxic relationship i don't feel like he's toxic i feel like everything about her is toxic and when she mm -hmm. said your eyes show that you're a toxic person i was like yeah exactly what she just said she, she tramples all over him yeah i think that's my issue she walks all over him and she knows that she knew it. oh did you guys notice that when they were sitting down talking together um rosvon had a plate in front of him and it had one piece of celery on it i did oh my God. That I, oh I, God. I saw it and i was like and then he wasn't even eating the celery so i'm gonna say this rosvon you can eat like, cause you know, like I was like, this is ridiculous. The fact that he had one piece of celery on the plate, then he didn't eat the celery. 
I was like, you can have, there's so much food at this party. You know, my fat behind. Uh, at first thing I noticed was the food. And I was like, oh my God, look at all this food. It looks so good. And then they go sit at the table. Amanda has no food because obviously she sees this girl in a thong. And she's like, well, there's no chance I'm going to eat in front yeah. of her. So, and then I see Razvan, he's sitting there with like literally one piece of celery on his plate and never touched it. And I'm like, y'all are ridiculous. I would have had three plates in front of me. Y'all are too much. I have to go back and watch the whole episode. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, funny. It, there were so many things that I caught that were so funny. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy to not with Amanda and Razvan. So, yeah. I wish... Cara, I, I wish that me and you could be on the tell-all. I, I really do. George, you Man, too. Me too. George will have to bail us out. Well, well yeah. yeah but would George would have to bail out. me and you out, Cara. You know we'd okay. go to jail. 100%. <laughs> I think he'd be right, though. He'd be back in the dressing room going, shit, it's my time. I got to go get these girls. <laughs> I'll just. You better have all some credit cards with you, George. Yep. Yeah, I'll have to make sure that I have them all because who knows how much it's going to cost. You know, a I don't lot. know. <laughs> the charges are going to be a lot. So, oh, yeah. So Statler has realized that no hot water is not the type of living you want to have in London, England, because it's cold there. And I, she doesn't do a lot of research. I mean, she loves her London, her England girls. But she doesn't realize what she's getting into because I'm pretty sure she knew that Dempsey lived on a farm in one of those little, what did we, what did we name those again? Tiny homes. Tiny, home. um, tiny homes. Yeah, she doesn't want these tiny homes. Tiny homes, and it has running water, which I think is amazing, but it does not have hot water. And I live in Florida, so it's like it's 100 degrees every day. So, but even when I get in the shower, I need a little bit of heat to that water. Like, I don't, it can't just be cold. Because I was like, oh, no, a cold shower will probably be good. No, nah, it's not. I, you can't do the whole shower. You can do, like, the beginning, then the end. Yeah. But the middle needs to be some heat. So she's yeah. realizing that maybe showering every day might not be the move. So she's, like, going to try to figure out how many days she can skip before she's going to stink. I'm just going to just say right now, you can't skip any days. No. Because one thing. It was like the garlic scene. Okay, the garlic scene. If she took a bite of garlic, whatever. But Dempsey's reaction fueled her to continually go on. Just like the shower scene. She got in, the cold water hit her, she was like, Ooh. then Dempsey laughed, and then she starts screaming and causing a scene. Like she thrives on that attention. Yeah. So I do, it, I, I do believe that. If, it, if it was that cold. So I want to talk about the Valentine's Day. Well, I want, there's a lot, but we're going to get to the dad part too. But she wants to make Valentine's Day special because she has a big question. She needs to pop up on Dempsey, Dempsey because in less than a month, her lease is going to be up. <laughs> and she's trying to move to London um, to be with her. And she's, she said the comment, she's like, I'm normally single on Valentine's Day. And the first thing I thought was, of course you are. Frat guys are always single on Valentine's yeah. Day. But that's a very expensive holiday. So you always break up with the people first. And then after Valentine's Day, you get a new person. So I was like, of course you would say something like that. But she's right. like going out and buying roses and doing a scavenger hunt. And she's trying to make everything special. And she said in the car, I don't know if you noticed, she was like, oh, when you're in love. And Dempsey did not reciprocate. Yeah. You know, she didn't say, oh, yeah, I love you too. 
she was just like, what did you say, huh? Like, so I, I, I can tell that Dempsey's kind of bothered by how fast um, Statler takes things and she's looking at the pattern, you know, the pattern of she ends up single because she rushes into these relationships. She makes, you know, half-assed decisions. She doesn't think things through. She's ready to jump in the bed with someone. She's ready to move into the house with someone. Everything is just so fast. And Dempsey is like, well, my dad is always looking out for me because she had a pretty toxic and rough relationship before and her dad wants to make sure that she doesn't fall back into those those same things and her dad is looking at statler as a huge walking moving talking red flag yeah like he's like everything about her he's like she seems nice but everything about her just screams toxic issues crazy not good for my daughter yeah. you know like she seems nice for someone just not my daughter you know like you got to take things slow and then the fact that she brought up the moving in to the dad before she brought it up to Dempsey, I think was just a stupid move. Like you want to make a good impression, which if you're Statler, it's probably not going to happen. The dad could see right through. Yes, Chris saw right through it, saw right through all of the BS. He could see exactly what was going on with her. And he was just like, she seems nice, yeah. but just stay away from my dad daughter you know and i kind of agree with them He's, it's like she doesn't know what she wants and what she thinks she wants is bad for her and that's why she ends up in these situations and she ends up getting hurt and hurting other people in the process by not thinking things through and not thinking with her brain she's thinking with something else yeah there was so much bullshit in this episode that i can't even so she obviously has to uber everywhere right she doesn't have a car yeah she tells dempsey I have to go to the store to get some things. So if she didn't come back with something that she needed, it would be very obvious that she had 300 roses, 500 candles, and, yeah. you know, all of her shit hidden underneath her coat. Like, and a gigantic basket under her coat <laughs> in a tiny home. Yeah. For crying out loud. Like, Dempsey doesn't know that that's there. Also, eating dinner with the dad, and she's like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. She literally takes the bag of to-go food with her. Why are you taking my food to the bathroom? Yeah, I see that now. I was so irritated with that. I don't know how I didn't get the celery and Pringles. I was looking <laughs> at everything else. <laughs> there was a lot of, like, hidden things in the episode that I noticed tonight. There was a lot of things that were, like, in the background. You just have to notice they didn't say, but you have to notice. I did see that. And it's like, I don't believe that all of the stuff that she did to try to, you know, make the Valentine's Day nice, it's going to change the fact that she's asking this girl to move in with her after a week of knowing yeah. her. It's not going to change the fact that that's literally insane, crazy, and a horrible idea. You know, they are taking well to each other. You know, when they first met, I was a little worried that they weren't even going to, like, get along but they are dating well to each other but a week this is just asking for a disaster moving in with somebody after a year is risky wait because we portuguese princess says you can you not get marshmallows in england is oh where do you find s'mores in england wait do they not sell them there i don't is... know now i have to look she got them from somewhere yeah and she got the really big marshmallows too like the really big ones why did, oh, also question, why did she put them on the ground? I know. I have so many 
questions. Like this whole episode just had me like wondering what is going on? She put the marshmallows like literally on the ground, not even on like a plate and then like left and walked away. And I was like, so there's going to be ants on them, right? Like I didn't understand <laughs> any of it. I was really trying to be open-minded, but I, guys, I didn't understand anything what was going on. So this says no. stores sometimes offer tiny marshmallows used for baking or hot chocolate. But if you want large marshmallows, like the kind of use s'mores, also a very American treat, you'll usually have more luck in the American section. Oh, so, but there's an American section, right? Like you can still buy. I guess, but she sounds like she packed them. <laughs> oh, she packed. I don't know. I mean, I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, she's Portuguese princess says I never saw marshmallows when I traveled there. So I guess it's not as common as it is here. That's it's very, very common here. There's always, when I go to the Walmart, there's like a, a, a what do you call it? A pallet taller than me full of marshmallows. Like yeah. they're literally yeah. there. They're like, you're not, they're not going to run out. They're literally oh, there. they have s'mores marshmallows. Did you see that? Yes, I had those. With chocolate in the middle with graham cracker on the outside. That's genius. I know, I've had them. They're good. You got to um, pace yourself. I've eaten half the bag before, so you got to pace yourself with that. You don't want to be like, sick but they are so good but yeah i think that this situation is gonna topple over you know i don't see dempsey saying yeah come move in with me after like a week of us being you know in person like i don't see it i feel like dempsey has a little more sense and in her head and i just feel like this whole relationship is very misbalanced it's, like it's unbalanced like i feel like statler is not the right match for Dempsey, I feel like Dempsey is very calm, laid back, hardworking, and Statler is let's go to the bar and drink and act crazy and get loud and and I don't know, I just don't see them meshing well. But again, opposites attract, right? It, it, so I can't say that they can't. They're going to live together and make this work based on the little bit that they know each other. Also, well, is it me or does she look? Does Dempsey look like Cameron Diaz to anybody else? No, no, she does. There's a picture that's been floating around. Um, that's that it's a it's Cameron Diaz and another actress, and they both look like Dempsey and Statler. There's a picture. Floating oh, I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. But there was a facial expression she made today, and she had her hair, you know, is kind of flipped out on the end, and she turned her face, and I was like, "Holy shit, she looks just like Cameron Diaz in um." I can't even think of the movie, but she looked just like her. Yeah, I saw it too. Yeah, she definitely, she's very she pretty. Is. She's very pretty. Very. I think that, I mean, Statler's pretty too. Like, I'm not going to hate. Like, they're both yeah. very beautiful yeah. women. I'm not even going to there. They're beautiful. I just feel like Statler is more of a serial dater than a yeah. settled down kind of girl. Well, like, she yeah, she's clingy. Yeah. She is so clingy. And her dad, um, Dempsey's dad, you know, caught that. She's clingy. She moves too fast. She even told her dad, um, Dempsey's dad, like the, the situation with her ex, that her ex um, dumped her because she was wanting to move too fast. Yeah. That she flew out yeah. there and was wanting to move in already. I mean, and then with Dempsey's dad telling Dempsey not to move fast and not to make, or not to let Statler force her into a situation, that right there is, is, is enough for Dempsey to be like, wait a minute, you know, she's moving way too fast. Yep. But she is yep. too, 
clingy, too yeah. clingy. And I think that's what scares the women away. She's too clingy too fast. And she wants to, it's like, but she says she wants to settle down, but she's also cheated before. Yeah. So it's like. And she always she, talks about sex. She can't right. have a conversation without talking about sex. Yep. She can't be serious. That's all she talks about. Yeah. So speaking of sex, let's talk about a couple who's not doing that. I want to talk about Nicola and Misha because we got them tonight. And what do you guys think of Misha feeling that Nicola isn't really willing to change for her? And I, I, okay, I don't think I want to say that that way. He doesn't need to change for her, but is he willing to hear her? Because every time she says that there's something that he does that's a problem, his response is, well, what do you want me to do, Misha? What do you want me to do? And I feel like that is such a passive aggressive reaction to, you're not really listening. You're not really working on yourself. You're just like, well, well what can I do to make you bitch at me less? Yeah. You know, I really hate that reaction when people come to you with an issue or a problem in a relationship, because it's like, you're basically saying, I'm tired of hearing you. What could I possibly do to make you stop acting this way? Yeah. That's not love. Yeah. You know, like, that's not love. You don't even like that person. And I think she's finally realizing, like, hey, every time we try to have a serious conversation about something in our relationship, you're just like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. what, what, what can I possibly do to make you stop doing that? And I hate that. And I think she's finally realizing that if he doesn't actually hear her and listen and actually make decisions on his own, she can't always tell him how to behave. I think yeah. that's what she's really understanding. Like, if he doesn't know how to behave as a husband, as a boyfriend, as a fiance on his own, she can't teach him how to be a man, how to be a good man or a good husband. And I think he doesn't grasp that. He looks at it as, this is who I am. You have to love me as who I am. You have to accept me for who I am, marry me for who I am. When you get married, you know, you take the good and the bad, but you also want to compromise and, and not make it all bad. Because yeah. in her mind, every time there's an argument, in her mind it's because of him but i know you guys are going to disagree but i do feel like he does not listen to her and he doesn't hear her and he does try to make it seem like she's the only issue absolutely he i hate how he talks to her i hate it he's he's just he repulses me yeah he's he's a prick yeah i don't like him <laughs> You do know, you think I, but do you think it's be, do you think it's because he has a, a a small amount of experience having a girlfriend or do you think he's just born bred douchebag like i don't know which one it is i think he's born bred douchebag really Me too. yeah he's just he plays the, the he he plays the 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 godly man too much yeah. he's playing that yeah. card way too much yeah. and People who play the godly card too much, they are full of, yep. you know what? Absolutely. They're yeah. full of BS. Because they ain't nobody. I don't, nobody is perfect. Nobody. No. And for you to walk around and, and especially you try to be on national TV and act like you're this high and mighty, perfect, godly person, we, we all know that's a lie. Yeah. You're acting the way you're acting because you're a total prick. Yeah. I just, I don't like the way he makes her feel inadequate. And it's, it's just weird to me because it's like, she's very beautiful. She's successful. She doesn't really need to put up with that type of treatment or behavior. So it's like, I'm trying to follow 
why she won't throw in the towel, I guess. Because that's what kind of what I was thinking tonight. It's like, well, why does she continue to let him talk to her like this and treat her like this and make her feel like she's the only problem in their relationship? I was like, well, why do you allow that? Because, I mean, she doesn't allow it. She does come to him and tell him. But his reaction is always like, well, what do you want from me? You know, like, well, what, what, what can I possibly do to make you happy? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, maybe not be a dick. You know, like that could possibly work. That's like one small change that you could make. But that seems to be out of his realm of understanding. He literally doesn't, yes, seven years. That's another thing that I was gonna say. Seven years with someone and you literally don't know anything about them. Because yeah. a lot of people on Twitter were like, well, what were they talking about for seven years? And I guess religion, that seems to be the only thing that they, really see eye to eye on yeah. is their faith and it's like in seven years they should have had so many conversations of non-religious um conversation of what do you like what do you do what do you she didn't realize he wouldn't go dancing they never had that conversation it's like how do you spend so much time talking to someone talking about nothing yep. i don't know their whole relationship is i don't know i don't know what to say about their relationship I don't think it's a relationship. I don't feel like they have enough in common to classify this as a relationship. They might be friends, like they're like religious pen pals yeah. is what I would kind of yeah. label it. Exactly. Yeah, they're not having sex. They barely get along. They barely have like any conversation that doesn't lead to her crying. So like, I just feel like they're just basically religious pen pals. That's all that I can really get from what I'm looking at. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Portuguese princess. They were in the Mall of America um, at the food court. That's where that picture was. And a lot of people were surprised, but I wasn't. I mean, I feel like Misha is more in love with the idea of him than him. So I feel like the fact that they would still be together is because she's in love with the idea of being with a man of such strong faith. It doesn't really matter who he is or if he's a good guy. I think she's just in love with the idea of being with someone who has more knowledge of her faith. You know how a lot of people look up to the preacher or the minister at their church? Yeah. I feel like that's kind of how she looks at him. Like he's someone of high faith that she could learn from. And it's not really about a relationship or being in love. Yeah. I don't know what I did, but I got rid of all the comments. So I can't even respond. Oh. Just so you know. I don't know how to fix that on your phone though. I'm not sure. I don't know how no, to fix I, that. I did something. I was talking about the marshmallows and I lost all the comments after that. Oh no. Okay. Um, well, Dee Dee and me will try to read them out. No, if you're we, fine. Okay. you're fine. I'll just, I'll just guess. Okay. So <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> all right. So I want to talk about Cleo and Christian because we got some information, mixed information at that. So Cleo said that they were intimate. They had a very good, um, love session that night and then Cleo was really happy and felt like they had connected and they were taking things to the next level but Christian told the producer the next morning that they did not have sex and they did a base or two but there was no home run and Cleo felt like I don't know well I'm gonna tell you how I felt I felt like he had sex with her and I felt like this was a frat move you know how frat boys they'll have sex with a girl and then they'll pretend like they didn't talk to that girl yep. like they'll act like they don't know that girl like I felt yeah. like that's what he did. I was like I don't like that at all like you did it and then when someone asked you about it you denied it that is so messed up like if you don't want to be intimate with her don't be nobody's forcing you to do nothing 
but the fact that you get it let her on and then went woke not even 24 hours later acted like nothing ever happened that's harsh like that is so harsh it's so bad but i've said since the beginning before the season ends we are going to see christian hurt cleo in some way and we saw exactly that i knew it was coming i just didn't know if he was gonna reject her completely like i didn't know what was gonna happen but i knew he's capable and is and did hurt her and i knew it so he did exactly what you said his trial period i'm yep. gonna test this out and see if it's anything i'm interested in it wasn't so well he also had a couple of bottles of wine he said so he got a little tuned up he did something he wishes he wouldn't have which led her on and now he's embarrassed and ashamed which is bullshit but he now it's out and he, he even said to her you didn't tell the princess or the producers right and she's like yeah well we weren't gonna do that no that's not what was said well so you're on a tv show they're filming your relationship the producers were going to know what happened yep. because they're probably sleeping in the room next yep. door okay like i'm so annoyed with his just lack of emotion and empathy yeah. just as a human being like i'm not even getting into like dating a trans woman that's irrelevant just his lack of empathy and emotion as a human being he just doesn't care of how his actions and what he does affects other people and yeah. i knew it i just knew i was like he is not okay with being with a trans woman it's something that is maybe taboo to him and he was like oh i would try that i would try that he tried it he didn't like it and now he's gonna reject her and he's gonna make her feel like shit. and i'm so over it i'm over that type of irresponsible wrong terrible nasty behavior yep. in men and women do it too i'm not gonna just say in men there's people who treat people that way in in all aspects of it but this is i saw it when i first saw him and i saw him at that costume party the way he was i just knew where we were gonna end up and look here we are yep yes i mean he's he's been saying from the beginning that he didn't know how he was gonna feel to be with a trans um with a trans woman now he finally got what he wanted yep. and apparently he didn't like it so now he's trying to because he didn't like it or it didn't go the way he wanted to now he's trying to make it look like nothing happened yeah like mm. how is he gonna play with her feelings you know i don't care if you know what kind of uh, if what kind of a person you are if you're a man a woman transgender whatever you have no right to play with anyone's feelings, especially when you do something like that and on national TV and then deny it. Yeah, I know. If you want to try something, because I'm going to put this out there, like sexually or whatever, there are apps out there. You can just go find somebody and you can try that sexual thing with somebody or whatever. Don't pretend to be in a relationship. Yep and build a relationship and fly across the damn ocean and make somebody think that there's more to it than you just trying it out. Yeah. Because that's what he wanted to do. He's like, I don't know. I've never done it. It might be interesting to try it. And then he tried it and like it. That's fine. There are apps out there, dating apps or hookup apps. I think I call them hookup apps. You yeah. can literally just go hook up with somebody. You don't have to be in love with them. You don't have to fly across the world. They might be 25 minutes from your house. And you can try whatever you want to try. It's so wrong 
to lead people on and play with people's emotions and then hurt people and then leave this whole disaster of of BS when you get back on the plane and leave, you know? Yep. That, and you don't have to tell anybody about it. That you is so, your- so wrong how he, he messed with her feelings like that. I mean, that is so wrong. That is so wrong. Z's I don't mom, even know. Z's mom says it's her being pre-op is the problem. He doesn't want to think he's just out straight out gay so yeah a lot of people were saying on twitter it's because um because she said that she's gonna have um other surgeries to complete her transition but she hasn't done it so we they think on twitter it's because she's pre-op she still has um the genitalia that a man would have it doesn't matter it doesn't matter he knew from the beginning right he knew from the beginning she's never been she's never been secretive about it she even told the world that look i have not had that that surgery yet that is one of one of my surgeries that i want to have so it ain't like you know he thought that she already had the surgery and then they get intimate and and then that's when he finds out that she hasn't had the surgery he knew from the beginning oh yeah she didn't lie or leave one one time but she was so honest with everything and she even said to him before they got he got on that plane. He was like, do you think you're going to be okay with the pressure of, because she's like, being with me, being intimate with me is one thing, but it's the pressure of the outside world that could be something you can't handle. And she made that so clear to him. She was like, you can think you're strong. You can think that you're okay with your sexuality. These people and the things that they say and the negative effect that that could have on the relationship, that's where she was worried. And she was 100% right to be worried. He's not equipped. He's not, he's not ready, period. And if he is okay with being with a trans woman, he's not ready to be openly with a trans woman. That's what it is. Just like in the beginning when his friend said, has, has she fully transitioned? And he says, that's not for me to tell. So he was hoping that that would all just be secret but she wasn't she didn't give a shit who knows she's like no i haven't had all the surgeries so he wasn't planning on that coming out he was planning on the world just assuming that she had transitioned and that it would look just look like he was with just a woman and now that he feels different he's all freaked out about it he's such an asshole yes that's he. wrong that is so wrong yep. that really made me mad like me i would have did more than punch him in the face <laughs> i mean yep. that i mean that really that really made me mad because i like cleo because she's one of the most one of the most honest people on the season you know and she is legit she's nice and she is transparent with everything she tells you everything she's yep. not hiding anything so for him to fly over there and act like he's madly in love with her and be intimate with her and just because she hasn't had the proper well not proper i'm not going to say that that's the wrong word to use because she hasn't had the other sex uh the other um surgery to have the sex he wants to make him yeah. feel like he's with a, a woman he's going to be embarrassed of her yep. that yep. right there that makes me mad that it's makes so me mad it's so insensitive it's so wrong and um donna says i hope the internet drags him for this they already have i was on Twitter oh yeah earlier, and he's they're dragging him and amanda yeah. so. 
Amanda <laughs> and um Christian are getting dragged a lot. Like the okay. internet is destroying them. And it is pretty fair. I don't know, well, I don't want to say fair, but like I'm not I'm not for bullying, but they are doing some despicable things to people. And that can't always just go unnoticed. You know, like I feel like sometimes you have to call people out. And I feel like call Christian out. Like if y'all want to call him out, what he did was wrong. He played made her feel like she wasn't good enough. And I yeah. don't care if you're a woman, man, trans, whatever. No one should ever feel like they're not good enough. No one should ever feel that way. And he did that. And he has little to no remorse. Yeah. And I think that's what bothers me the most. Even if he said what he said and then realized it was hurtful and then apologized. No, he didn't do that. He said what he said and he has no remorse. That's my issue. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's such a, a prick. I don't like him. <laughs> he, he, I had a punch. Oh, so I want to say tonight's episode started off pretty strong. It was with a scene with Gino and Jasmine, and I'm not even sure that where to start. Make it through the episode. That's all I thought. <laughs> Poor Dee Dee. I threw okay, so through my mouth a lot with that. With that, okay. So. <laughs> Between the unwrapping Jasmine, the whip, the mouth gag, and then the the revelation that Jasmine had given a Gino a golden shower. And that wasn't even it. And then we learned that Gino had his first male orgasm with Jasmine. Like at that point, I was like, we're like eight minutes in the episode. I don't know if this is okay yet. Like this is like an hour in type conversation right i felt like i don't know if this is okay like that's like when you first get to the party you don't go down like four shots of vodka that's like two hours yeah. in you know like i felt like we started off way too strong way too strong. i was like whoa this is like a mid-show scene like we got in very very fast and it was just it was a lot but we know that jasmine is a lot there's nothing that she won't share jasmine and cleo are kind of in the same in the same boat they're like i'm gonna tell you how it is this is how i feel like i'm just gonna tell you and jasmine just gave it to us straight and but i do have a question gino had never finished with her is that normal like that's not normal right i don't think anything about gino is normal <laughs> to be like he's just i i don't know i the fact that he had his first orgasm with her after she pissed on him I'm yeah. not going to call it a golden shower. <laughs> she straight up pissed on him. Yes. Plain and simple. If that shit turns you on, that's whatever. Whatever. But, that's disgusting. But how is he turned on by his stupid, his stupid voice? He does. You're a bad girl. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Like, God. Well, I was just. I, I think what was even more weird was he said that just when she presents herself to him he turns her down he rejects her but when she urinated on him that was what worked and i guess what you nailed it i was like this is getting strange so it wasn't that because remember i kept asking like well what does he have against jasmine jasmine's beautiful she's like adventurous she 
there's probably not very many things she won't try, you know? So I was like, what is his issue that he's rejecting her? Now we know it has to be golden showers or nothing. Like Gino is into the weird kinky stuff. You know, it's not just like straight have sex. That, no, Gino's not into that. You have to get weird. She pulls out the chains and the handcuffs and the ball gag. All of a sudden, Gino's ready to go. I think we know where this situation ended up. Where was the butt plugs or not? <laughs> yeah, there were no no butt there were no, but no butt plugs. I was waiting for her to um bring those out. Like I was like, okay, where's the butt plugs? She already had them in. It was fine. <laughs> I, see, I kind of think that's probably true. Probably. Yes, Donna, probably. Donna. I agree with you. This is no more a family show. I think 90 Day kind of stopped being a family show like a few years back. Yep. But there was a point in time where you could watch this with your family. Yeah. Like if my mom or family was in the room with me, I would be so mortified. Yeah. I could not <laughs> watch this with my family. Like this, it has really gotten like in the last few years, really risque, right? Like there is a point in time in the Jasmine scene where I thought I saw parts of her body that I thought I wasn't allowed to see yeah. on TV. Yeah. I was like, this is really getting risque for me. Like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, I walk around with thongs and your butt hanging out. Yeah. I always thought Jasmine was beautiful. But let me tell you, after tonight, well, after this season, it's like, I can't say she's not beautiful, but she's a lot less attractive to me. Really? Just, she was just like the the way she's trying to be sexy there was nothing about the way she was rolling around like a fish out of water <laughs> like I, none of that and the way he was talking i was just like these people aren't even real but then i can't get out of my head that this shit is happening with like four camera guys around them yeah you know how i mean that's not even and the giggling and stuff i don't care what's happening if we're having sex and you're giggling, dude, I'm done. Like, get yeah, there was way too much laughing and giggling yes. for me too. Because I was just like, this giggling is just weird. I don't know if you guys are watching 90 Day UK, but Jose, the way that he giggles, he's with Louise. It's like so weird to me. It reminded me of the same thing. I was like, that is like a nervous, weird giggle. So when they're trying to be like intimate and you hear that, it's really odd to me because it yeah. makes me feel like you feel uncomfortable, yeah. you know? Even their kissing funny and staged. Like, none of it looks normal. I don't know if she is as attracted to Gino as she leads on. No. She's not. Yeah. She's not. We all know she's not. The way <laughs> that she giggles nervously when they try to be intimate, that makes me feel like she feels uncomfortable. Right? Because that's an uncomfortable thing that you do. When you're in a situation where you don't feel comfortable, you usually start laughing nervously. Yeah. You know, and that's what she does. And I was like, she makes it seem like she's like, oh, I'll rub any part of you. I'll give you a massage or whatever. But when it comes down to doing it, she looks like she doesn't want to be in that room. Yeah. I get that vibe, right? Yeah, but I mean, how do you just piss on somebody under any circumstance? If you came to me because you got bit by a jellyfish, I'm going to have stage fright. I'm still going to try to help you, but <laughs> odds are it's not happening. Like, Yeah, I agree. Like, I've heard the story where people had to go in, like, a bottle 
Yeah. Like a water bottle because they couldn't just stand over someone and do it because we're not built for that. Like that's not something that we do as human. I don't know. I don't want to say as human. Some people do. But like as most people, we don't do that. I've heard people say, yeah, that happened. And someone peed in a water bottle and then they poured it. They couldn't just stand over because, you know, that's that's a weird thing. And if someone did that to me, I'm going to just be honest. We're not having sex afterward. Right. I'm exactly. probably going to go get in the shower and lock you out of the room. Yeah. Like, just, just to be honest. We're not having Keep sex. Keep you out of the house. Yes. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> but also, that, I mean, so they're in this hotel or motel or rented house or whatever the hell they're in. You just pissed all over somebody's bed, too, because it yes. didn't just go on his chest and stay there. No. No, even worse. She said they were in the hot tub. So now the that, next yeah, person, they were in the hot the next tub. Person who gets in the hot tub is now in the hot tub with Jasmine's urine. That's so, where we're going with this. That is so disgusting. That's why Airbnbs are super dangerous, right? Because you don't really know what people were doing or what freaky stuff that they did in that hot tub or that pool. Yeah. That's why it's like, I don't know. Like when people go to hotels and stuff i kind of get remember dr april carter from love in paris i kind of get her with her little clorox wipes and i was like you don't know who was pissing on who in here you know you gotta wipe this down that's very true it's disgusting um, pour a lot of bleach in is all i can say yeah. i mean <laughs> i don't know so, i mean so. a different strokes for different folks i mean everybody likes what they like in the bed you know what i'm saying that they like it but we don't need to hear every single detail that they did. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I puked in my mouth a couple times or not. Like, seriously. Yeah. I, it, I'm just going to, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird because Jasmine is beautiful and the idea of, of that talk or, or whatever should be good. But I was, like you said, I was kind of turned off by it. I don't know. Like, it's weird because I think she's beautiful. I think that, you know, she's attractive or whatever. But when I hear that stuff in the way that she talks and I don't know, it is kind of a turn off yeah. sometimes. Like, it's not, I don't react the way that you think I should. Because yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah, not, that's not really doing that's, it for me. You know, like, oh, exactly. It's disgusting. I mean, what you do in the bedroom that needs to stay in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Or, or like, the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Or wherever it is that y'all wind up doing it. I mean, I mean y'all just need it. It needs to stay wherever it is y'all did. We don't need to be hearing that. You know what I'm saying? No. Nope. But, I mean, Cleo, she tells us things, but she doesn't get as detailed as Jasmine. I mean, yeah. Jasmine pulling out butt plugs, talking about. Um, putting the uh, different size in her butt, the stretch her butt that she wants to have butt sex and all. Of Who wants to hear that stuff? I mean, Nobody. if you got butt sex, well, okay, well, more power to you. But we don't want to hear that crap. I know. <laughs> I mean, oh, come on. It's too much. <laughs> if you want to give someone a golden shower, that's your business. We don't need to hear that. <laughs> Keep your piss in the bathroom. That's all I can say. Do what you're going to do in bed, but put your piss in the bathroom. So, okay, I can't with these people. I swear I can't. So Jasmine is going to confront Gino's cousin, Dana, who left a message on her Instagram 
questioning whether or not she loved Gino. And he said in the call from in the preview for the next one that he thinks that she's using him for money. Like, he's like, oh, you get new hair extensions, you're getting all these surgeries, you're having all this done, you got this $3,000 a month apartment. Like, I feel like it's, you're using him for what he can do for you. And I wanna hear her response, right? Like, I definitely wanna hear how you respond to that because it does look and appear that she is getting everything that she wants out of this relationship. She decided there would be no prenup. There was no prenup. She decided she wanted to stay in a $3,000 a month apartment. There was a $3,000 a month apartment with no potato peeler in it. Like she's yeah. getting whatever she wants. So I'm really interested in knowing how she's gonna react to being called out because honestly, he's just calling out what he sees. How are you gonna actually answer that? Because I don't see no lie. Like I'm looking and I'm like, Where's the lie in that statement? I don't see any lie yeah. there. Yep. She's going to explode, just like she told um, Gino tonight, that if he makes her feel unwelcomed or unappreciated or unaccepted, that she's going to blow a, a gasket. And that's exactly what she's going to do. Yep. She's, I don't think she's going to answer the question. She's just going to get mad and tell Gino to hang up the phone. I think so, too. I mean, honestly, though, his family doesn't really have a say because they're the ones who wanted him to get the prenup. And when she decided that wasn't going to happen, he just went along with what she wanted. So if Dana doesn't like Jasmine, Gino would marry her anyway. Like Gino is going to do what Gino wants to do. And I think that his family is important to him. But when it comes to a man getting what he wants, how many times have we watched the show for 90 Day where a man picked the woman over his family, kids, ex-wife? We, we see this all the time. They're going to do what they want to do, what makes them happy. And even though their family or their kids or their ex-wife are all right, and they're giving them the best advice that they could possibly give to them, they're not going to take it. Yeah. Gino is going to marry her regardless of what his family says. He's been with her for two and a half years. They've hated her since the moment she met him. Yep. It has not changed. And how many times has he been over to Panama this year? At least five or six. Yep. They are not, he's not going to change what his plans to do with her and get married, bring her over. He's not going to change. So this phone call, like you said, is just going to be a moment for her to act an ass. She's yeah. not going to explain anything because she doesn't really have to explain herself. She's No matter what she's given him this season, they're still fine. She recently said that she was probably cheating on him and she's been having conversations behind his back. She's literally let all this out. And what did they do? They went on a trip together and yeah. had sex. Yeah. <laughs> like, so what is, nothing true. is going to happen. That is very, very true. It's just more TV time is all it is. Yeah. He's going to marry her regardless of what anybody says. And even, and now that we know what his kink is, maybe they will actually start having sex. We just now, she wasn't doing what was required. There was no showers involved. Now, now, now they actually might be on the same page. Like, I don't know. At first I thought that maybe he wasn't attracted to her, which was really odd to me because she's beautiful. But again, now that we've seen her this season, I can kind of see it, you know, like she's beautiful. But the way that she talks and does things sometimes, it's not doing it for me. Yeah. So I might be able to understand that a little more uh, now. Absolutely. I don't know. They traumatized me tonight. They really did. This was episode was too much for them too. 
between <laughs> Roz Bond just announcing to everyone about Amanda's period to um, Jasmine and Gino and whipping and their little voices. It was just a lot because I was like, guys, I can't imagine like sitting next to somebody on the because I usually watch the show with people like sometimes I don't want to watch this show with people anymore because I would be so embarrassed and mortified. It depends on who I'm watching it with. You know, I just can't be like, can you imagine if you were just like at a public place, like at a restaurant, 90 Day was on and you're watching it with all these strangers? I'd be kind of embarrassed. Like, because I saw this um, parody video um, and it was a guy on an airplane and he was watching a show and there was a sex scene on the show and everyone on the plane was like, oh my God, he's watching a pornography yeah. on the plane. And I was like, if I was watching this episode on a plane, they would probably kick me off the plane. That's how graphic it got. And I was like, I would literally be watching a normal rated TV 14 show or whatever. They would kick me off the plane because that's how intensely, insanely explicit this episode was tonight. And now I have to go back and rewatch it just so I can see the celery and the Pringles. I'm so sad. I, I didn't. Now I didn't see the Pringles. I saw tweets about it, but I did see the celery. Like when they're talking at the table, the three of them, you can see Rosman's plate. There's one piece of celery on the plate, and he doesn't even eat it. He doesn't even touch it. And I was like, abs are great, but I'm gonna have some food. You know, like I'm gonna have some food. I'm not gonna eat everything there, but I'm gonna have some food. You know? Yeah. Oh no, tonight was a lot. And we didn't have any David and Sheila tonight. Yeah, we didn't. And it seems like there's issues with money now in the preview. It said that the um, interpreter said that she's expecting him to have money to give her. And it's weird because he said that she wasn't really requesting a lot of money. Yeah. So I'm assuming now all of a sudden there's like a request for money while he's there. I don't know. I, we have to watch and see because yeah. I was confused by that because he said the first thing that he said was oh, in the years they've been talking, he has been less, sent less than $2,000. So yeah. the fact that she thinks that he has all this money and he's going to give her all this money is weird because we both know, or all three of us know, he works two jobs and, you know, it's still hard. In America, I think people have this weird myth that in America you can have one job and you live in this 10-bedroom house and you have like a, a Range Rover and everything is just great and you only work two hours a week. Yeah. Where do people get that? Is it from movies? Like, yeah. where do people get that? It's got to be. It's got to be from movies because, I mean, I work um, four jobs. Cara, you work, what, three, four jobs. Yep. So, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how many you work, George, about three, four jobs. I mean, yeah. so it's, I don't know where they get that, that from. I don't know. You oh, don't right. work in America. You don't eat. Yep. <laughs> right. They seem to think that we're just when we're born we're just given this spoon of silver just all this yeah. stuff you just you work if you want you don't if you don't oh um portuguese princess says she thinks it's for the funeral cost okay so question how much does a funeral cost in the philippines is it expensive i don't know let's look because i feel like if he gave her like 500 dollars us that would probably be more than enough for a funeral right i would think yeah i, I can't I can't imagine. I know funerals in the U.S. are getting insanely outrageous. I think it went from like five thousand to eight thousand on average, which I think five to seven years ago it was three thousand dollars. So it is getting pretty insane. Giving her money for a house, or for for the house, or something like that. Well, yeah, I would think putting them in a safer home, especially given the events that happened in that home, it's not safe. 
you know, for them to be there. I think if anything, she might ask him to make repairs on the house, but I don't think that's asking but a lot. She, but she's um, she made the statement. <clears throat> excuse me. She made the statement last week that she didn't want to live in the house anymore because her mom passed away in the house. Yeah. That's, oh, maybe that's why she went to the hotel and stayed with him. So, so maybe translate she's... pesos for me, Didi. Do what now? What translate pesos for me? Pesos so, is like a, a, a um a foreign dollar. No, I mean I know what it is, but I don't know the conversion. So it says mid-range funeral service may cost up to two hundred and fifty thousand pesos, while a high-end funeral may cost around three hundred thousand. Twenty-five hundred to three thousand dollars. Oh, okay. So it's still, it's about what it used to be in the U.S. like five to seven years ago. But then this also says prices may start at a thousand for budget funeral homes, while the costlier option can range from five thousand to ten thousand pesos. Oh, wow. So it could be very cheap. Yeah, and look like I mean, not saying anything bad about you know um the funeral that they gave her mom i'm not saying that but from the way the funeral was it wasn't a an extravagant yeah. funeral I you see what it. i'm saying yeah. so it it probably could have been on the cheaper because what they put her they put the casket in the hole and then burn yeah. it i think yeah. is what they, they did yeah. so oh wow she yeah, if you um if you watch it, when, whenever they stuck the casket in the hole, they threw um matches in there and it started burning it. Yeah. I guess that's how they cremate over there. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. So maybe the money is about a place to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe well, she I know she did say she didn't want to stay in the home anymore because her mom passed away in the home. I can understand that. Well, I mean, I, I wanted to stay in the home either way. The, yeah. I mean, it was falling apart completely, but that just, you know, that home is just a, nothing but a ball of sad for her. Mm -hmm. I agree. I wonder, I, I wonder if, um, because this is what I've been thinking, but I didn't want to say anything too early on. But I wonder if maybe she was hoping that whenever he got over there, she he would see her living situation and fork out the money to give her a better home. But if they're gonna be together, wouldn't wouldn't she want to make plans to come over here? Yeah, that's what I would well, think. Yeah, I mean maybe somewhere for her dad and son to stay because I think that once she comes over, it'll be a period of time before yeah. her son can come over, right? So maybe she's trying to make sure that there's somewhere for them to stay during that transition period. I don't know. We're going to have to watch and see because yeah. I thought things yeah. were going really good for them. So when I saw those scenes and the way David reacted to the interpreter about the money situation, I was kind of shocked. I was surprised because I thought that of all the cast people that we've seen on the different seasons, she's the least, you know, that seems to be demanding of money right. and using someone. Like she literally doesn't ask for much. You know, so when I saw that he felt like she was using him for money or, or expecting so much money, I was like, well, when did that start? Because yeah. so far, since when he got there, she didn't ask for anything. Like, literally. So, hey, Jamie. I'm thinking that I'm, 
I don't know. I, I now I got a red flag after watching that. I've I've got red flags about her now. So yep. well, we also speculated that she might be pregnant. Maybe the money asking for money might have to do with the pregnancy because she yeah. would have to go see a doctor, you know, for that period of time. So maybe she's asking for money for that. So we have to just wait and see. I don't want to make any assumptions about her yet because I really like her, right? Yeah. I felt like she seemed like a good person and she went through such a, a heartbreaking um, loss. So I don't want to make like any negative assumptions. Hopefully it's yeah. it's not what we think, you know? Yeah, hopefully. Hey, Jamie. I don't know. I hope my suspicions of her is is wrong, but I don't know. I had a big red flag go up tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So tonight's episode was a lot. But yeah, we're gonna um we're gonna come back tomorrow and talk about the other way. Um, I think we're finally meeting the next couple tomorrow, if I saw correctly on the previews this week. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about Brandon and Mary and who else? Help me out here. All of all of the, the goods. All the goods. Yeah, all the goods. We're going to talk about the other way. I'm really um, excited for this season. And then not tomorrow, but the following Monday, we're jumping into Last Resort. Well, we're going to talk about Last Resort. So I'm really excited about that because there's been some drama. So I just want to address this real quick. There was a video of Angela and Dr. Jen, and they got violent. And I don't know what the full story is. I just saw the video, but I did see that Angela posted with her the same day. So I'm going to go ahead and say that the video was filmed at like four in the morning. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say that there's probably alcohol involved. But, and I'm going to go ahead and say they're probably still friends. Right. And that's kind of what I got out of probably. it. Probably. But tomorrow with, with Angela, there's no, there's no problem. There, there's no telling with Angela, to be honest. No. Oh, but yeah. But tomorrow. Brandon yeah. finds out the truth what um what Mary was doing unplugging the um the internet and cutting her phone off. Her friends call her out. So yeah. I got to see how oh, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly, right? Pudding and jello. Pudding and jello. Pudding and jello. Yeah. See, look at pudding and jello just throwing people under the bus. Yep. So we'll have Wayne Holly and Kimberly and TJ, Kenny and Armando. Uh, Julio and Kristen and Johan and Dumbass and Brandon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we'll be back to talk about that tomorrow. Thanks for um, sticking with us. We had some technical difficulties earlier. Hopefully, we didn't experience too many now. But thanks for sticking with us, guys. Thank you to my co-hosts, Kara and Didi. Make sure you're following them both. They're tagged in this video. Make sure you're following me. Oh, and I have some new stories posted on georgemossy.com and anywhere you want to listen to the podcast, I'm there to type in the George Mossy show. And we will be back to talk to you guys next week. Yeah, I saw that video with Angela too. All right, guys. Thank you for joining see us. Tomorrow. We'll talk to you guys really soon. Bye. Bye. See you tomorrow. Bye. 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 Bye.